You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Good day to you folks. Welcome to another episode of Doctrine and Duty. It is great to be back with you. I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, this uh, this series has been recorded in the spring and summer of 2022. So if uh, this finds you during that season, I trust that your spring slash summer is going well. And uh, I hope that you are trusting in the Lord, that you are resting in His grace and mercy daily, that you're anticipating the glorious return of King Jesus, and anxiously awaiting our arrival into His eternal presence. Glory to God. Amen. Well, listen, I love you, and I'm thankful for you, and I trust that that is reciprocal. Well, today we have arrived on down the road as we are in section 17 uh, of the Abstract of Principles. And section 17 is the Lord's Day. Now, I will say to you that sometimes I get confused on these uh, Raymond noodles. Oh, sorry, I did it again. On these Roman numerals. So if in the past I have said the wrong uh, Roman numeral, I apologize. Please forgive me with that. I work pretty good with regular numbers. Roman numerals, Raymond noodles mess me up a little bit sometimes. So uh, 17, the Lord's Day. I don't think we can begin a discussion on the Lord's Day, or I don't think that I can begin a podcast on the Lord's Day without calling to mind the book of Exodus. So as we look at the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, the the holy law of God, in Exodus 20, beginning in verse 8, it says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Obviously God did not need to rest because he was worn out from creation. He uh, provided that day of rest as an example and a pattern and even a command for us. We need to rest. We can accomplish so much more in six days with a day of rest than we ever could with eight days or seven if you want to go by the, the normal week. Okay? All right, so... The Sabbath is kind of like our our starting point. Now, obviously, the Sabbath is on a Saturday. It begins at sundown on Friday and ends at sundown on Saturday. So that 24-hour period, mostly recognized as Saturday, is the Sabbath. Now, we celebrate the Lord's Day on Sunday. Why do we do so? Well, Jesus rose from the dead on the first day of the week, Sunday. Uh, offerings are commanded to be given in 1 Corinthians 16, 1-2 on the first day of the week. Uh, the early church met together to worship on the first day of the week. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 10 talks about the Lord's Day. Most likely, this is a reference to the first day of the week or Sunday. Now, the Scripture teaches us that Jesus is to be first. As a matter of fact, in Colossians chapter 1, and verse 18, it says that Christ is the one holding the preeminence, that He is the one holding first place in our lives. Now, the Scriptures teach us that Christ deserves first place, that Christ deserves our best, that Christ deserves the first in, in gifts and givings and offerings and such. Our tithes are to be marked by a devotion to the Lord Jesus that is unparalleled. So it makes sense that the first day of the week should also to be should also be devoted to Him. I think uh, as we look at the fact that the Sabbath is clearly on Saturday, 
and nearly all of Protestantism uh, recognizes Sunday, uh, the first day of the week, as the Lord's Day, a day of worship. We understand that worship and rest, uh, both of these, are needed. Uh, so a day of rest, a day of worship is necessary. However, the question is, does it have to be the same day for both? And I think Jews would argue yes, and Protestants uh, would say maybe. Some would say yes, some would say no. I would say not necessarily. Uh, you have to have, practically speaking, you have to have a time of rest. You do. Um, and then, spiritually speaking, you have to have a day of worship, or you will necrose spiritually. You will decay. You will die. You will shrivel up. Your faith will be empty, and you will struggle in so many ways if you are not worshiping the Lord on the Lord's day. So the, the question is, does it have to be both on Sunday? And, and that's really been a struggle over the years. I know when I was growing up, and I was born in 1973, when I was growing up, it was a big deal that you didn't do anything that it was a day of worship, but also a day of rest. You weren't supposed to work. You weren't supposed to mow your yard. You weren't supposed to um, play games or do anything like that. You were just supposed to worship, go to church, rest, go back to church, rest. That was it. Um, however, one day, uh, according to the sovereign and providential plan of God, I became a pastor. And I will submit to you, uh, thankfully, that God's called me into the ministry, but I will submit to you, thankfully, also that Sunday is not a day of rest for me. As a matter of fact, it is my busiest, my heaviest uh, workload, uh, the most, uh, the heaviest amount of spiritual battling and spiritual work and physical manual labor that I would ever do any day of the week falls on the Lord's Day, the first day of the week. That means that I cannot rest on Sunday. And others who have to work on Sunday cannot rest on Sunday, so there must be another day of the week that will be sufficient. So, we celebrate the Lord's Day on Sunday because of Christ's resurrection on the first day of the week, and we also must have a day of rest that may or may not coincide with that first day or the Lord's Day or Sunday. Well, okay, now that we've cleared that up, let's look and see what the abstract principle says about the Lord's Day. It says the Lord's Day is a Christian institution for regular observance. Hmm, great. I like that. A Christian institution. There's probably some newer words that we would uh, use today, but I like it. It's a Christian institution for regular observance. And we would say if it's the Lord's Day and if it's Sunday, then that would be weekly. Every week has a Sunday in it. It says the Lord's Day is a Christian institution for regular observance and should be employed in exercises of worship and spiritual devotion. I love it. Exercises of worship and spiritual devotion. That should be marked by corporate worship, the gathering together of God's people, uh, the public reading of Scripture, the giving uh, slash receiving of tithes and offerings, uh, prayers both private and public, uh, the teachings and the admonishings of the Word of God, the preaching of the Word of God through the pastor's sermon, etc. These things should happen both public and private, it says. Resting from worldly employments and amusements, works of necessity and mercy only accepted. Well, that last part, there you see the tradition uh, of uh, Sunday, the first day of the week, being the day of rest and or worship. And so um, very important that we look to the fact that this same day is not necessitated or mandated in Scripture. As a matter of fact, there's uh, such common issue with this 
currently uh, that the last part of this is actually deleted from the Baptist Faith and Message 2000 statement. So not only did they add to it, but they actually took away from it. Uh, as a matter of fact, where it says both public and private, and then when it begins, resting from worldly employments and amusements, works of necessity, and mercy only accepted, uh, that's been deleted from the Baptist Faith and Message 2000 statement. Now, it, it is interesting when it says works of necessity and mercy are accepted. Uh, and we would certainly say that uh, that, that would be accepted um, on those occasions where we are trying to rest, uh, which may or may not be Sunday. Now, for the Jews, their day of Sabbath, um, the strict Jews, they don't, they can't do anything. It's a day of worship and rest, and they can't even open their ovens. Uh, they can't do anything that would be considered work or manual labor. We are not Jews. Uh, we are different. And so uh, there you have that. Now, I want to read to you the Baptist Faith and Message Statement 2000. It says, the first day of the week is the Lord's Day. It is a Christian institution for regular observance. So you see the, the ties that it has already to the abstract of principles. And just as a reminder, you've probably heard it 15 times already, is that the uh, abstract of principles from 1858 is foundational document for the Baptist Faith and Message, uh, 1925 version, 1963 version, and uh, 2000 version, and any others for that matter. It commemorates the resurrection of Christ from the dead and should include exercises of worship and spiritual devotion. So, They've maintained that exercise of worship and spiritual devotion, but they've added to it the, the very important fact that it commemorates the resurrection of Christ from the dead. And that's why we focus on the Lord's Day being the first day, being the Sunday, both public and private, as worship should be. Next, it says, activities on the Lord's Day should be commensurate with the Christian's conscience under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Well, there you go, folks. They solve the dilemma that may or may not be in people's lives or hearts or minds. Um, by saying activities on the Lord's Day should be commensurate with the Christian's conscience under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. That means that if you worship the Lord on Sunday and mow your grass on Sunday afternoon and take another day of the week off, that should be fine if it's okay between you and the Lord. You let the Lord dictate that, not man, uh, not Christendom, not Protestantism, not... Uh, the Jews, not the Catholics, not the Baptists, but you and the Lord get together and you make sure that you worship the Lord on His day and you make sure that you take a day of rest, which may or may not, again, coincide with that first day of the week, that Lord's Day, that Sunday. So um, there is the, I guess you would say the caveat or the out if you need one. Um, so what I've found over the years is that um, even if you have to work on Sunday, you have you have the opportunity of Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, where you need to gather together with the people of God. Uh, very important. But Sunday is the Lord's Day. So if at all possible, uh, try to make it to where you can worship on that day, that Lord's Day, that day that has been set aside. Because it's very important. We celebrate it because it is uh, when we celebrate the resurrection of Christ. You see, Christ's resurrection changed everything uh, for Christianity. Christ's resurrection uh, confirmed everything, fulfilled everything, and even the day of his resurrection changed the day in which the people of God met. All those who were Jews met on Saturday. When they were converted, they began to meet the first day of the week, which is Sunday. Here's the deal. Come to church. Very important. The gathering together of God's people on the Lord's day. Also, uh, take time to rest. You must rest. I love what Vance Havner said many years ago. He said, you must take time to come apart or you will come apart. You must take time to come apart and rest or you will come apart. Uh, we are a people who will find it very easy to unravel at the seams. 
And so we must stick to that thing that holds us together close to the Lord and close to the people of God and the teaching of God's Word. And that is worship on the Lord's Day. Hey, listen, Brian Ray here. Uh, I'm out. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to this podcast ministry, Doctrine and Duty. Um, there's a lot of doctrine in this uh, episode today, but also clearly a lot of duty. So worship the Lord. Take a day off. Enjoy the life that God has given you by serving King Jesus first. All right. Again, I love you. Have a Jesus-filled day and week and hope to see you Sunday. Join us online. Join us on Facebook live stream, uh, but join us in person. Take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.